Hello, it's Lee Durrant here again with another episode of Vodcast, where, as you know by now, we dive into uh, people's Salesforce careers to find you, uh, hopefully, little nuggets of inspiration that might help you in your Salesforce career. Um, I'm really pleased to say that joining me today on the podcast is Peggy Shale, um, who is the co-founder of We Learn Salesforce. Hi, Peggy. Hi, Lee. Nice to meet you. And yeah. uh, thanks so much for having me here. No, I'm really, really thank- thankful that you've agreed to to, to join. I think um, I think I saw what you were doing on LinkedIn and and, and thought it's quite interesting. We'll, we'll see if we can have a quick chat and and share, you know, some of your story or even all of your story with with um, <laughs> yeah, sure. people that are, that are that are listening and you know want to be inspired perhaps uh, uh, as as to what happened in your career and and how you got to where you are and what you're doing and and maybe how that can help them as well. So um, I was looking with interest. So you, you set up. Well, I mean. Okay, maybe maybe a little overview for us first, and then and then we'll go back to the beginning, if you like. So, do you mind just telling us a little bit about what you do right now, and then we'll re- rewind? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm more than happy to to share my story, and um, uh, yeah, and I have to add, this is my very first podcast, so please be oh, gentle, gentle. Me. <laughs> okay, I won't, I won't ask anything too tough. Um, but yes, you you far away. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, as you introduced, I'm Peggy Shell, and I am a Salesforce trainer and uh, have been a Salesforce trainer for many years now. And uh, a bit over, I think, two years ago, we founded uh, We Learn Salesforce, um, our online um, Salesforce learning platform where you can go and um, watch video tutorials and get Salesforce certified um, or do a Salesforce certification training. Uh, and prepare for the certification and all of that is provided in video tutorial format. Um, so you can watch pretty much any time from anywhere you are. Um, yeah, so that's where I am right now. Where you are right now. Brilliant. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it, but obviously, I'd, I'd be interested to find out how, how you got into it. But well, I mean, maybe before that. So what were you doing pre-Salesforce? What was your career um, up to that? I had a, had a look, obviously, and I could see a bit of HR recruitment in there um, back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's uh, probably not what you expect someone being in, in a Salesforce trainer role. So um, mm. I pretty much stumbled into Salesforce. It's one of the uh, the stories I sh- I've already shared and that how I got into Salesforce. So um I worked for various um, or for a couple of management consulting companies uh, before I moved into Salesforce. And yeah, so there were mainly roles uh, around event management and human resources and recruitment and staffing uh, yeah. and then a little bit of project management. So pretty much roles that had to do with working with people and getting things organized. So mostly what we called um um, back office jobs um, where yeah. you would just really work behind the scenes and get people out there and um, yeah so it had literally nothing to do with technology or an IT and CRM systems so nothing like maybe Excel spreadsheets but certainly nothing yeah. to do with CRM systems or anything like that so um, yeah I, I thought this is pretty much where I'll well be working for the rest of my life right yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and then uh, what what happened was that my partner and I, we moved back to Australia and um, uh, we um, lived in Australia before um, and then decided to go back to Australia. So we left our jobs, we left everything behind and moved to Australia. And then I had to look for a new job in um, in Australia. 
um, specifically in Sydney. And um, yeah, so I was looking around and then I came across yet another consulting company yeah. um, and they had a job opening for a Salesforce project manager. And I thought, okay, I have a bit of project management experience, but Salesforce, I had no idea what Salesforce was. So yeah, yeah. I Wait, Googled it. Sorry, just a rough idea when, when this was? Uh, this was in 2013. Yeah, okay. so it's wow. been okay. a few years back now. <laughs> yeah. Time flies. Yeah. yeah, oh, you're not wrong. Okay. Okay, so nearly, yeah, nearly 10 years ago then, I suppose. Um, so, and did, they, did you get that opportunity then with your project management experience? Yeah, so I think okay. what happened was I had no idea what Salesforce was. I Googled it, I looked it up, and I said, okay, I had a, a very rough idea of what it was. So um, I applied for the job, um, and they did invite me to a job interview. Um, and, um, yeah, and they eventually hired me as well. And I, I realized that it wasn't because I had any Salesforce experience or I had huge project management experience. It was more um, around around skills of problem solving and um, yeah. And then the can do attitude, the enthusiasm and passion that you, that probably hiring managers are, are, are looking for. Um, and I think that's what they were looking for. They said we needed someone as a project manager who can manage our Salesforce instance uh, and to uh, improve certain functionalities and business processes and just really help with that whole process. So, and I think because of my previous experience that I already had and I brought in all these, uh, let's call them transferable skills, um, that's yeah. probably why they hired me, not because I had IT background or because I had Salesforce experience at all. Um, yeah. And that's the interesting thing about Salesforce, isn't it? I, I speak to a lot of people, not, not just on these podcasts, but just, just as part of our day job. Um, Salesforce seems to be quite uh, open to, to welcoming people that don't, you know, you wouldn't say are, are in inverted commas and you can't see me doing it. Um, they're not IT people, they're, they're business people, perhaps, that just can bring, can come in and, and, as you say, with the right attitude and problem-solving skills, they can learn Salesforce. So that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Doing. I think it's it's more how how you approach things and how, how pretty much the attitude you bring to it and being open to, to learn something new and to kind of look outside the box and just come up with some ideas and solutions and make things work um, and then you will find a solution you will find out how things will um, can be um, set up and can be yeah I don't know embedded into Salesforce to make work for the business so it's more yeah it's it's really yeah like pre everything coming together right yeah so that company I mean we don't have to name names but did, did they have Salesforce administrators that you could as a project manager you know manage or did you still have to get to learn to roll your sleeves up and kind of do, do, do the config and stuff. Yeah, so the funny thing of what happened was that there was uh, this IT guy. Um, he was pretty much the Salesforce administrator. Uh, and mm. I, um, yeah, I learned how to use Salesforce and how it worked from that guy and then from my boss at the time. She also showed me what she already knew about the system. Uh, and uh, so they were all relatively new to the system and they just used a very small part. So I just did on the job training pretty much um, and just, yeah. just clicking, clicking around and just yeah, getting to know the system all by myself. Um, and then what happened is that my boss at the time, she asked me if I wanted to attend a Salesforce administrator training. 
And I oh. said, no, oh, <laughs> no, oh. I don't want to do training. I'm a project manager. Why should I go to training? It's an admin training, but I'm a project manager. I'm just supposed to kind of, yeah, get the features that people want improvements for and then work with the IT department. It's like, like those project management things that you do, um, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to put it in that rough sense. Um, <clears throat> And I thought, no, I don't want to do it. I don't need it, right? So then she kept asking me over and over. I said, do you want to go? And so eventually I said, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go and do that training. I don't know if it's really going to help, but sure, I go. And I have to admit, as soon as I went into this training class and the way how the training was delivered and we were walking through and all those things I learned throughout this training – they were literally eye-opening. Right. <laughs> I never thought it would it would it would actually be that good, but I I realized that I learned so many things through the training and aspects that I would have never learned throughout the job because in an organization you always only use a certain part that that organization needs at the time. You don't necessarily get exposed to features uh, of other areas that the organization doesn't really need. So you don't yeah. necessarily know what you may be missing out on uh, if you never get exposed to that. So and that's what I really realized throughout that training that, um, and I came up with all these notes. I, I think I, I can't remember how many pages I wrote down, <laughs> two, three, four, five pages of notes that I wanted to improve. And I realized that there were certain things that we set up in the system that could have done in a much better and more effective way than they were set up at the time. Right. So it, it literally opened my eyes and it just, I don't know, opened the sky <laughs> to yeah. all those possibilities. Of course, you can't implement all of that right away, but it just gave me all these ideas and, and inputs. And um, yeah, and the funny thing I realized later that attending that training would later literally change my entire career. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, we'll, we'll get to that. Because it's an interesting point, I think, um, that you make. And I've definitely spoken to, I mean, as, as you were at the time, I suppose, a project manager. Uh, and, and project managers would, would, would look at the Salesforce admin course and think, well, why would I need to do yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. It, it does sound, I mean, maybe they should change the, the title of it because it sounds like, you know, an, an admin sounds like a huge step down for, for a project manager, doesn't it? Um, and I think people probably think that if I'm going to go down that road, then, I, then people were going to see me as a Salesforce administrator. When I think really, correct me if I'm wrong, that, that Salesforce administrator course just gives you a massive overview of the whole thing, doesn't it? And it gives you just a, a great grounding to go on from there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's what I also realized later on in my Salesforce trainer career that with people attending the training, that a lot of those people attending were people from organizations in not only administrative roles, but also project managers, product managers, business analysts. And all of that came because they wanted to better understand the system so they can better understand what else they can use the system in the organization for to improve their business processes. So I, I never really saw it as a step down. It was more like, why should I do this? What does this help me with? Because yeah. I can learn everything myself, right? Um, yeah, so yeah, definitely. So that's a good message then, isn't it? So, so anyone listening to this who maybe is a project mm. manager or, 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 or isn't a Salesforce admin and been thinking, I probably shouldn't do that course. It, yeah. it, the message would be, it's an eye-opening 
absolutely you everything that can be done as opposed to like you said if you're you know like us we're a recruitment company we use salesforce but there's probably things we don't realize it can do because we're a recruitment exactly company. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that's that's so true and and even throughout the the end user trainings i was running that i've really realized how how organizations can get into a, a funnel uh and don't actually see other opportunities that they can use the system for uh, when they are not being exposed to. Yeah. So that's why we keep encouraging uh, not only people that are looking for a career change and want to get into Salesforce and learn Salesforce administration, but also other um, people that are already in maybe an accidental admin job or yeah. in a project management job, but they, they work with the system, just go and do the training because it really shows you all the possibilities that you can potentially um, yeah, use in your own organization. And and yeah, and I'm guessing because my next question was is is when did you know you wanted to do <clears throat> Salesforce as a career? Was that that point then when you went, wow, this isn't just a system I'm tinkering around with. This is the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, that's the next funny thing with that Salesforce training that I open up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, throughout my project manager job uh, with that consulting company that my boss the next thing she asked me to do was Salesforce training like um, onboarding training with um, new staff and, and ongoing trainings with yeah new releases and changes and stuff like that and I said yeah. no oh, <laughs> I really? don't want to do I don't want to do <laughs> training so <laughs> you know I said I say no a lot um, at first <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and uh, <clears throat> Well, someone had to do it because there there was no uh, in-house trainer and someone had to kind of take it over. And then eventually, again, um, I say, okay, I'm going to do it because I've done the training. Um, I know a little bit better or more about the system. I understand the business processes in the organization. So, yes, I can do the training. So we started um, implementing end-user types of trainings. Um, and I actually enjoyed doing them. I never thought I would, <laughs> yeah. but I did really enjoy them. And um, for for a little while, for a few weeks, a few months, I, I noticed that I like the job, but there's something missing in the job, something I want to do, something different. And uh, it's one of the um, the blog articles I wrote recently uh, where I, um, I felt like I wanted to do something different. Um, there was something missing, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. But I, I thought about it and I, I, I knew I liked re – I really liked working with people. Um, mm. I liked the system. Um, I didn't like sitting at a desk all day long. Um, yeah. So there were all these ideas, but I wasn't quite sure. I couldn't quite grasp what it is. Um, and then – Actually, my partner brought up the idea, like, could you imagine yourself being a full-time Salesforce trainer? And I'm like, no. Yeah, <laughs> again, yeah. again, again no. I said yeah. no. Um, <laughs> uh, but then I started thinking about it. And I remember that training um, that I attended myself, the Salesforce Administrator training, that it was so well organized and the trainer was a lot of fun and he made it so easy. And, and I I. In my head, I put myself into his shoes, standing, imagining, standing yeah. in front of people, presenting. Uh, and I, f I felt like, yeah, maybe that could be something that I could do. But I had no idea if it would work out. So, and because I was itchy and I felt like I wanted to do something different, um, uh, I asked him if he would be open to, um, I don't know, chat about what it is like to be a Salesforce trainer. And uh, he uh, agreed. 
luckily uh, i think yeah. that's the beauty of the salesforce ecosystem and the, yeah, and the community right. that people seem to be really open um uh, to yeah to just chat with other people and help and, and i don't know provide advice where they can um and yeah he answered all my questions that i had and he had some really great tips along the way and then i thought yeah this this feels this feels right this feels like something i could potentially do uh and then a a few months later um he told me that they had a job opening and if i would still be interested and i said yeah sure why not (laughs) give it a go (laughs) yes that's good um yeah so i that was trained. Is that train the crowd? Was that the um, correct? Yes, your yeah. first foray. And then let's just be clear again. You in all your background pre that Salesforce role, you you hadn't. I mean, I know you've done a lot of things, but training wasn't really any in there, was it? Or did you do some training in, in the HR sort of? No, not at all. That that's oh, right. the that's the the other funny thing. <laughs> um, the the only training experience I really had was that end user training in the organization. Yeah. Um, that. Uh, throughout that project management role that I was doing. So that was really that. So, and then that brings me back to the transferable skills. When I had the job interview uh, with the managing director, um, I felt like we connected right away. It felt very natural. We had a really great chat. And then she asked me to do a little presentation, like a little training session with her. She would be like the student and I would be the oh, trainer. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I did what I thought a training session would look like uh, and explained a few things. And yeah, and she, apparently she liked what I did um, and I got hired. Um, so it, it wasn't because I had massive training experience, but the probably maybe the way I presented it and maybe the personality, I don't know. I think there are several aspects that came together and yeah. And uh, she must've thought uh, that could work. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, and, yeah, coming into it from a, from, yeah. a, from a background that isn't training, <clears throat> you weren't just textbook, you know, a textbook trainer. Maybe that was nice and refreshing. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, and I really enjoyed doing that whole presentation thing and, uh, yeah, explaining something to someone. I've always liked that kind of um, collaboration and, and hands-on approach, working with people and just helping them if they, um, yeah, needed to learn something. It's, yeah, it's probably, maybe it comes naturally. I don't know what it is, but it just seemed to be working out. Well, no, it sounds like you found your thing, which is great, isn't yeah, it? I yeah, mean... yeah, yeah. And I think that's the point, that if sometimes you feel like you want to do something different, but you don't quite know what it is, and if you don't try out something that you're not sure you're not going to know whether it's for you or not. If you don't step outside your comfort zone and just really try out something, you're not going to know if it's, yeah, if it's for you or not, you, you'll never find out. Right. So I, mean, I thought man, I'll yeah. just try and see what happens. And that's, you know, that, that, that's got you to where you are now. So, so this, this train, the crowd roughly when, when was that? I've just, uh, um, I started with them. I think, yeah, beginning of 2015. um, And um, one of the, uh, yeah, so, yeah, they asked me to get a certification, but I didn't have to have it. But when I started the job, I uh, made sure I get my um, own Cecil certification. Um, Yeah, and then uh, moved into um, a training consultant role. And I started with end user trainings. Okay. Um, delivering the like smaller trainings, um, but then they're also the companies that have just got Salesforce, or sometimes companies that that have got it and just needed to, you know, the, the users need to use it better, or a bit of both. 
Yeah, a bit of both. Mostly companies that uh, already considered uh, or already had bought uh, Salesforce licenses yeah. uh, and needed to train up either their um, administrators or their their in-house staff and how to use the system for their day-to-day businesses. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and, and, so, and we, so is, I'm guessing pre-COVID, there's an awful lot of traveling around, going to see companies to do this face-to-face or was it always online? Um, that was mostly face-to-face. Uh, and that was actually one part of the job I enjoyed. I probably shouldn't say that too out loud. No. <laughs> um, but I really enjoy, enjoyed the, the traveling aspect. Uh, but mostly um, meeting different um, um, organizations and me- different ways of working with the system and different kind of team environment, team spirits and cultures and um, so every every um, Salesforce training with every organization was different because you had to get to know them. Uh, you had to um, understand how they work um, and then tailor the training to that organization. Um, and yeah, so the traveling was one aspect. And yeah, that was a lot of traveling involved, but I actually didn't mind. I love traveling. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're still but... in Australia at this point, are you? Sorry to... Yeah, that's that's right. right. Yeah, all across so, Australia to, to travel. Yeah, yeah, and because yeah. Australia is spread really wide, it's it's, it's such a huge um, yeah continent or country. Yeah. Um, so you you kind of you had to travel um, because you had yeah all these bigger um, cities um, and companies that were based in all these different places across Australia. So we were kind of uh, we, we had to travel. I think face to face training was still kind of. Yeah, this the main way of training. I think people didn't really think about uh, the benefits of virtual trainings or online trainings at the time. I think that really more came out throughout the whole COVID um, time. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think, yeah, at the time, I, I even brought it. I, I remember really early on in, in my Salesforce training um, job that we I brought up this idea. Couldn't we do that tra- rather than me having to travel to Perth, which is quite a trip? Mm. Um, couldn't we just do that t- um, training virtually? And there was like, no, we have this relationship and they want face-to-face. I'm like, no, okay, maybe <laughs> maybe later on. And uh, yeah, and now when you look at it now, um, yeah, there's so many more virtual trainings, online trainings, um, et cetera. Well, it's yeah. definitely one of, the, one of the positives to come out of COVID, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, yeah. Thing, things like that. You can probably do more training because you're not, you're not on the road as much, even though you might have enjoyed it. But also yeah. the cost. I mean, I'm assuming the client yeah, yeah. pay for you to stay in a nice little hotel and things like that. So it's probably yeah, yeah, totally. Cool. It's yeah, absolutely. That was another yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that makes training pretty expensive for organizations because what I noticed throughout some of the uh, um, yeah some of the, um, the the projects or even in between they realized they companies are a little bit shy or they don't want to spend too much money on training. They rather spend money on more licenses um, rather than training because training can be expensive. Um, um, Yeah. So I think that helped kind of lower the costs, but also more encouragement uh, of um, yeah, getting people trained up. And obviously now, I mean, we'll get to where you are at the moment. I'm just curious to, see if you think that there's there's a real career path now for people to become Salesforce trainers because I know you know we touched on how many people are trying to you know the, the ecosystem needs more people mm. so there's, more, there's yeah. more initiatives such as we learn Salesforce um, yeah what's it 
what would be your advice to someone if who's listening to this and maybe they hadn't even thought of, of being a Salesforce trainer? They maybe thought, you know, I, most people would think I'm either going to be a Salesforce administrator that, and then move through the functional route to be a consultant, maybe and maybe a solution architect one day or project manager yeah. uh, or the other way, which is developer and technical architect and what have you. Um, but yeah, absolutely. What are I, that, as Salesforce trainer yeah. as, as an as an add on to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, absolutely. You're that dream. So, yeah, what, what, <clears throat> what kind of person? I'm obviously a people person, but um, <laughs> yeah. listening to this now, I might be thinking, hang on a minute, I, training could be for me. So is there any advice you would give to, to someone who, who might be thinking, hang on a second, that uh, maybe I'll have a look at that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I do agree that we do need more Salesforce trainers uh, because with the Salesforce ecosystem and all the Salesforce jobs and the demand inc- um, yeah, increasing so much um, that Salesforce training is, uh, is an important aspect. But getting people trained up, we need more trainers. Um, and I can already tell there are more trainers popping up. Um, and yeah. I think that's important. Um, because getting a, a proper Salesforce training is important to just learn things in the right way and just to have a long lasting result. So um, getting into a Salesforce training role is like you're because you're learning Salesforce yourself, but by giving uh, or training people on the other hand side, you are giving something to them. You help them with your experiences, with your advice and, and show them how um, yeah, um, how, how to learn Salesforce in a more effective way. Um, so and getting into a Salesforce training role, um, there are lots of um, Salesforce training partners uh, that work with Salesforce trainers uh, to deliver um, the official Salesforce classes, uh, similar to the trainer crowd, uh, similar to the job I did at the time in Australia. Um, so that's definitely some a, a career path to go for. Absolutely. Mm. It's probably not so much known because when you look at Salesforce jobs um, in certain job portals, um, they're mostly around administrators, developers, architects and consultants, etc. But you don't really see um, trainers out there. Um, so what happens is that Salesforce works with Salesforce uh, training partners that have to be um, authorized yeah. by Salesforce and you have to go through an official Salesforce certification program. So you really have to learn how to deliver a class and understanding what it means to deliver um, training contents, um, how to deal with people in the room, how to yeah. keep them engaged, how to answer questions, how not to answer too many questions because you want to engage or encourage people to help themselves because after training, they are on their own, right? Um, so kind of these um, these skills that you are learning throughout that um, training um, program, uh, sorry, um, instructor certification training um, that you'll learn. So there are some aspects to being a trainer where you want to have some form of skills to know how to deliver Um, because I've been working with people, with consultants especially, that they're great at asking questions and they kind of guide you in in certain directions, but they can't really explain things. They can't really tell you step by step how you should do this and that and why. And so it's like it, it is it requires a little bit of skill and understanding how to deliver um, yeah, a, a training so I think it, it does help to go through a bit of, uh, yeah, training, learning process where you learn how to deliver a training. Um, mm. So um, I had to go through that type of training myself um, at my time at Training Crown. Um, and that really helped me understand better how to deliver these classes. And 
um, yeah, and if you wanted to become like an independent trainer like myself, it also helps to to maybe do uh, a bit of an education program, how to teach people, how to educate people that will help you to add that to your administrator certification um, or your own experience with Salesforce, understand how to deliver that type of content um, and then go out and uh, offer trainings yourself. Absolutely. I think you, you can absolutely do it. I mean, we've done it ourselves. Um, yes, I had prior Salesforce experience, um, but you know Salesforce, you, you've learned Salesforce, you've got some form of experience, you've got certification, you can totally train other people. Yeah, and, and I, I suppose one of the things with, with learning styles, that's, that's probably must be quite challenging because yeah. I don't know how many people you have in a, in a class at any one time. Mm. I suppose if you're turning up to, a, to a, an, an organization, it could be quite a few people. Yeah. Everyone's going to be different, aren't they? Some people are, you know, like to learn by watching something. Some people like to learn by doing something. And other yeah. people need information. Other people don't. <laughs> so it's yeah, kind of yeah. understand. So do you... You know, do you have that sort of you've got to get all those bases covered so you're sort of hitting all the all the learning yeah yeah right exactly right that's yeah. that's what we thought we we want to provide a platform where people can choose based on uh their own learning styles because everyone yeah, is okay. different yeah, as as you just said yeah. so um that's why we have the video tutorials um that people can watch and just I take them through um explain the learning concepts and then we do some follow along exercises and then they get to do some um some exercises on their own and uh, with that we provide a study workbook that people can download and even print if they wanted to uh and then use it to write um, to yeah to to write down some notes uh, or to review uh, what they've learned throughout the video uh, or and um, we also have uh, practice exams where people can really kind of test their knowledge so they can find out what they know and what they don't know <laughs> yet yeah. and um, use that to um, yeah to to fill some of the learning gaps that they might still have before they run into the official certification exam. So we cover the full range of people can really go and pick and choose. They can get the full package. Um, and uh, if they feel like they just want to get the workbook or just the practice exams, they can totally get everything um, standalone uh, and upgrade later if they want. So if we really have something for everyone and they can yeah, choose their own learning experience. So it's all there. You just mm. go explore. You can even get um, free access so you can kind of before you purchase anything you can you can have a look you can see me uh in action um, <laughs> and find out um if you like the style and the way how i teach um and if you like it and if you like the you can even get a sample of the um of the study workbook and the practice exam so you can really yeah get a look and, and a feel and see so if I'd that's something you yeah. you like and if you like it you can purchase it <laughs> so, so um i should point out now that we're up to speed now so now you, when you're referring to we you're now referring to we learn salesforce um i'm assuming so at what point did you make the leap then from training the crowd to becoming a co-founder of we learn salesforce what what, what triggered that yeah that's a that's a good question um so again after i think i worked uh, for training crowd for a bit over four years and then yeah we, we got my partner and i we got a little bit itchy both and we felt like oh we want to do something different um, and then what I noticed um, throughout a lot of the classes uh, and other end user trainings that people were coming to me asking, um, oh, can, can we have this in video format? Do you have something that I can refer to uh, and that I can 
uh, kind of yeah reviewed the learnings um, and I said yeah no I don't really know of anything then I thought but mm, I don't know something like this doesn't seem to be um, available in kind of this classroom style and something that they can grab and just um, review um, and so I thought maybe why not I don't know see if we can produce this the, um, the training contents in video format so kind of at some point we came up with this idea. It didn't really dawn on me, uh, but then we thought people keep asking for videos. So yeah. why not? Why not try and just convert all of that, what I did in the classroom, convert that into uh, videos uh, Yeah, and provide it on a platform that people can access from anywhere, anytime, and even um, throughout their job. Because when you learn Salesforce, uh, there's so much content, you can't possibly remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I always told my students at the end of the week, um, I'm sure you've already forgotten 50% of what you've mm -hmm. learned throughout the week, uh, which is totally normal. Um, so, and, uh, so I thought having something that they can go back to uh, and watch again, uh, that would be, I don't know, super beneficial. And even throughout the job, if you are faced with a specific request and you can't remember how it worked and how you need to set it up, you can go just watch the video, yeah, refresh yeah. your knowledge, um, and then go ahead. And I, I even had some students um, throughout, we don't test students come come back to me and say, I actually used to use throughout my job because there was this issue. And I watched the video and uh, oh, it helped me refresh my memory. <laughs> Brilliant. That's, and, and is this, so, so when you started WeLearn Salesforce, what, 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 what year are we in now with that? So that was at the end of 2019. So just mm. before COVID hit. Um, yeah. But I have timing. to say because, yeah, it was good timing. Um, I, yeah, I think that was good that we were already online. Uh, but because we're, we're still a very small company uh, and we're not that well known yet, um, that it kind of, yeah, it takes a bit of time that, to get the word out there that we are here <laughs> um, yeah. and we have these awesome trainings. Uh, yeah, so we still have to get the word out there. Um, but yeah, it, I think it was a good time. And um, yeah, so I think, yeah. Well, do, what, here's an obvious question, I, I think it's an obvious question and maybe a, a harsh question, but what, what would, so someone's out there now and they're, they're on Trailhead, mm. Uh, which I, as far as I'm aware is all free at what point do you think that, that person needs to go I, I need to do a bit more than just trailhead and I need to you know potentially I, I know there's a free um free route in <clears throat> learn Salesforce but at what point do you think someone goes right I now need to probably you know start start to invest in my career a little bit and 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 spend mm. some money with we learn so and actually just to stop myself mid-flow I'm assuming <laughs> is it individuals that are paying or are, are is it companies that are paying for, for, you know who, who are your target customers I suppose is probably a better question first yeah yeah <laughs> I think there are multiple questions in there uh, Sorry, but no yeah. they're actually actually really good questions um yeah so I think they're it comes back to like your learning style and whether you're a more self-sufficient learner or you're someone who prefers guided approach. Yeah. Um, so if you're someone, uh, a more self-sufficient person who is happy to work around the free contents on Trailhead uh, and follow the trail mixes that they provide uh, with the little learning modules that you can work your way through uh, and prepare for the certification. Um, that's, um, that's, that's certainly, um, that's great for people who are more self-sufficient. Uh, and, um, but for people that f feel 
I noticed that on trailhead, when you're looking for something very specific, it can be a little bit hard to find exactly what you need to learn. Mm. Um, and the way it's, it's very text-based. Um, so yes, they're implementing more and more videos, but they're more ad hoc and they're not in an organized structure in the way that we think we've put that together in our training. So if you're looking for, if you feel like you're, you're confused, you're, you're not sure are you learning the right things that you need to prepare for your certification? Then it, that's probably the point where you should consider a form of more structured and organized training. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and that's where we learn Salesforce and other platforms come in where you can have a look and see if that's something you want to do. Um, and that's probably where, um, yeah, where it makes sense to pay for a training uh, because you get a structured, logical approach, um, you learn, you probably build up your knowledge as you go. So you learn in a very, um, yeah, in a very effective way um, that prepares you, that fills some gaps that you may be missing. Um, and um, yeah, and then sometimes people feel like, oh, this is too expensive. I'm not sure if I can afford this. But when you look at um, when you actually get a Salesforce job, um, mm. that investment in your career will pay off within the first few days, literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So oh, I right, sometimes right say, with, yeah, uh, it's funny how people are happy to spend, you know, lots of money on things like Netflix and, and <clears throat> the fire. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not, I don't know how much you would charge, but I, I, you know, I'm assuming it's, you know, it's, it's, is it a subscription type agreement that you have or, or how? how yeah, we've it? actually just changed our pricing model. Um, so okay, I'm glad you asked. Um, so yeah, so people can now choose from different pricing options. So to really find something that works best for their budget that they have. So yes, we have a subscription model, uh, where you can enroll on a monthly basis. You can cancel on a monthly basis, uh, or you can sign up for a half year enrollment, or you can even get a lifetime, uh, enrollment. And that's the one, um, where you can take it away with you even after you got certified and you can even refer back to it throughout your job or whatever. Mm. Um, so we got these various options and people can really choose what works best for them. Um, yeah. And then coming back to your other question uh, regarding should um, our companies typically paying for certification or training or should you, you um, um, yeah, invest yourself yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it really depends so when organizations implement salesforce uh, or they have ongoing changes they typically uh, pay their let's call them accidental admins or people mm -hmm. that they need to look after the system uh, they would pay for them and send them to training so that's typically what the uh, um, official trailhead academy classes are for uh, they are primarily targeted at business customers that implement Salesforce and that they need to train up their staff, such as system administrators, product managers, product um, or project managers, business analysts, and so on. Um, so it's often targeted at them. And then, of course, depending on their budget, they would uh, yeah, pay for um, a official Trailhead Academy class, or they would look for alternatives like us, um, yeah. uh, which has a, a, a different experience because it's all video based, it's online, it's on demand, it's not live, not yet at least. Uh, mm. We are considering uh, live trainings. Um, so our trainings are more for people that want to do it for themselves, to improve their skills, 
maybe to progress in their own career. Um, so that's that's our main um, audience uh, for people that are looking to yeah either get into a Salesforce job from scratch uh, or to improve their Salesforce skills, like advanced administrators uh, or consultants, um, sales card consultants, sales card consultants. Um, these are the certification um, trainings that we are going to add on. Um, yeah, so this is yeah pretty much. Yeah, makes sense. And and <clears throat> like you said earlier on, it, it, individuals in in the, the market that we're in at the moment, I say I say at the moment, as, as long as I've been doing Salesforce recruitment, it's always been more opportunities than there are, you know, the right kind of people. And I think COVID mm. exacerbated that. Um, yeah. And if you're looking to get into it, the, the, the financial, not, not that it's all about money, but the financial rewards are there. So if you yeah. invest a little bit up front in yourself um, and, and you've got the right exactly. attitude, it's, there's definitely opportunities out there. And it sounds like you've got it set up then so that if someone maybe, you know, you don't want to go down the road of, of learning development when you're a bit like you said about yourself earlier on, you don't want to sit on a laptop all day. Um, if you're a yeah. people person, you'd want to go down the functional route or, or even the trainer route. You never know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's nice to have that guidance because um, I think I've heard that before about trailhead. That sometimes people can go down a rabbit hole and they're learning yeah. something they don't really want to be learning. Um, <laughs> to have right. that guidance is quite good, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, what, it sounds like you, you, you know, you, you guys, you obviously train, you train people to get certified. But do you think you know in the world we're in with Salesforce at the moment, it's, it's certification versus experience is the kind of debate that we often get as recruiters. You know. <clears> You get someone, I guess, like yourself back back when you mentioned being a Salesforce project manager. I don't, I don't need to be a sales. I don't need to get certified as an administrator. I'm a project manager. Um, do you think there's an element of people need to just get the balance right between their experience and the certifications they've got? Because obviously, you do get a lot of people that spend seem to spend a lot of their time gaining certifications, but not necessarily yeah. much experience. I'm sure no, on. no. Yeah, that that's right. Um, so I think there are two aspects to it. Um, one is getting the certification probably in most cases, especially if you're new in the Salesforce market, is your entry into the Salesforce job market. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty much the first milestone that you want to get because if you don't have a certificate, you're probably not going to get looked at by um, recruiters and you probably know that better than me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, so that's one aspect. But the other aspect of getting Salesforce experience, of course, is very important because experience helps you really understand the business usage and the business specific solutions and really understanding how the system is actually being used but if you're new in the Salesforce job market you don't have that experience so where do you get it yeah, from um yeah. so yeah uh, that, that, this is probably a tough question um there are certain ways where you can get experience um so probably th three I can think of right now. So one is really look into the trailhead super badges. Um, I know a lot of people talk about super badges and recruiters might get tired by <laughs> super badges, um, <clears throat> um, but they are based on real business challenges okay. and uh, super badges are meant to be done on your own. And I've done them myself. They are really hard. Okay. And you run into issues and you really don't know how to solve them. And you just, you have to 
test things out in different ways to find a solution and to finally get that verification to move on to the next step in the super batch. Um, so, um, and they are even protected by Salesforce. So you're not supposed to help someone with a super batch. They're really meant to gain your own experience and to really try out and see how you can fix a problem because that's what it's going to happen in your Salesforce job. Now, that's one way to really practice your skills and really get your head around the problem-solving approach um, and how to find a solution, especially if you run into an error. And okay. you are definitely going to get errors <laughs> throughout the Zoom yeah. batch. They are really hard. <clears throat> and that's what they're meant for. Um, so I'm really glad Salesforce has put them in place because that's 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 um, pretty much a bulletproof way of practicing your skills. Now, another way is that I encourage people to do is, um, and I really need to get the word out there more, um, create your own experience. You can build apps in the Salesforce um, trailer playground or even get your own developer org uh, and build your own apps. Just um, look around um, businesses uh, and how they work and Think of scenarios that you think could help them improve their businesses. Um, and there are different ways of doing that. You can just look around your own environment, look at your bakery, look at your sports club, look at your, I don't know, your uh, optometrist, I don't know, any, mm -hmm. any business around you and think how would that, let's take a, um, Let's take a sports club, for example. Um, a sports club consists of members and sponsors and uh, donations and equipment. And then think of ways, how could that be managed in Salesforce? And then try and replicate that in your own app and objects and just see and, and try to set that up in a system um, yourself and kind of build your own yeah, your own experience. And um, yeah, you can then present that throughout a job interview or even yeah. add that in your CV, uh, et cetera. So um, yeah, I think that's certainly, that. yeah. yeah, I think this is a really, that's the best way. And don't just copy someone else's, um, I don't know, idea. Just really think of something, probably the best or the most unique way is just to really look around your own environment uh, and just take, yeah, your pharmacy next by <laughs> or something like that and yeah. just, um, yeah, build something on your own. Um, and if you really can't come up with an example, maybe have a look at these um, Salesforce customer stories. Um, Salesforce has a, 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 an awesome page. Um, I think it's salesforce.com forward slash customers uh, or customer stories. I can't remember, but you, you're going to find it when you yeah, Google it. Yeah. Um, and they have, you can even filter by industry or by cloud um, and then look at customer stories and how Salesforce helped them improve certain processes. Um, it's not going to tell you how exactly and the exact steps and customizations, but it gives you some idea of what was improved and then maybe take that and then come up with some ideas of how would you set up the users and the contacts and of what's an opportunity. When you think of a donation, what is a donation? You can use opportunities for donations. So just come up with some ideas and how that could work. And I think this is a really great way if you don't have on-the-job experience yet, just create your own. And I, and I, know you, I think you have a third, but before we yeah. jump into that, I <clears throat> I'm glad you said that. I think that's, that is gold because the amount of times we do say something like that to people. Mm. Um, and if you think about it, if you let's say you're excited and you, you, you love 
football, right? Yeah. Um, as I do. And you mm. mentioned the sports club. And you, you, but you're, you know, you're not doing Salesforce, you're doing something else, but you want to get into Salesforce, then absolutely mm. create, create this system for your local sports football club, let's say. Then and then you know you, you get it on your CV and having it on your CV, I think people maybe are a bit shy to put things like that on their CV. Um, whereas from a, my point of view as a Salesforce recruiter, you think that will take what you're doing on that project and pop it right at the top of your CV to say, look, in my spare time outside yeah. of whatever job I'm doing, I've built this app for this football club. Then it does this, 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 and this. Then all of a sudden you can go door knocking at actual football clubs. Um, uh, you know, maybe get a maybe get a foot in somewhere because because I know for a fact that. Some Premier League football clubs use Salesforce. I've, I've heard of that somewhere. Um, and that's true of any industry that you might be interested, isn't it? Exactly, got, yeah. Well, the music industry, then again, like you just yeah. said, think of create something for that industry, get it on your CV and attack that industry and go, right, this is what I've done. Who wants to interview me? It, it's, it's definitely a way in. And I know that Salesforce is certainly looking for people with industry knowledge to come mm. in and in Salesforce rather than the other way around. Mm. Uh, that's a great tip. And, uh, and I, I don't think there's any problem with people putting it on their CV because so many times you'll talk to somebody and they'll tell you that they've built this thing in their spare time. It's not on their CV. You think, well, how, you know, how, we, how are you going to sell yourself as a Salesforce person? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe you're working in a, a just a totally, maybe you're working in retail or something and you want to get out of that and you want to become a Salesforce expert, then certainly put, put what you're learning on trailhead, put what you're learning with we learn Salesforce and, and, and and whatever you've built for the industry you're really quite passionate about and you'll get an opportunity from somebody because you the passion will come out won't it and 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 people will love the fact that you've spent your own spare time building that system it might not be the best system in the world but they'll be able to see that you've thought about it hopefully yeah exactly and that's probably where um your question earlier regarding should you get uh, more certifications uh, and just focus on getting certifications um, yeah, certifications can be an entry into a specific um, Salesforce job that you want. But I think the experience is more important. So spending more time on doing something like that, build your own, create your own experience is probably uh, as important as getting your next um, certificate. So maybe just take one step at a time, get a certificate, but make sure you get uh, experience as well, uh, because that's what what really counts in the end. So the, the combination of the two, um, yeah, is definitely how you really stand out of the crowd and how you show that you can think outside the box, that you have those problem-solving skills. Um, and no one expects you to be perfect. Even if your solution that you present or you put on your CV is not perfect, um, that's okay, yeah? Because yeah. that's why you have a team, you have the whole Salesforce community, you that you can reach out to, you can ask questions, you can collaborate, you can, if you get stuck, you will find someone that you can ask um, or you can Google it or you can go to Salesforce Help. It's an incredible documentation platform where you can, um, you find a lot of information about certain processes and certain features if you're not sure. Um, no one expects it to be perfect. So I would always encourage people to put that on their CV um, uh, or even on their LinkedIn profile in the little description box and, uh, or yeah. in your um, education area or, uh, yeah, volunteer. In, I'm not sure what it's called, but I think additional something. <laughs> and yeah. it's, uh, definitely make sure you put it on your LinkedIn profile. And don't be shy. Um, yeah, it's, it's just they, they only know that you have the skills when they, when they can see 
yeah, what you've done. If you don't put it out there, they won't know. <laughs> no, exactly. And and um, you know, you mentioned you know recruiters and, and internal talent acquisition people. That's what they're hunting for constantly. Is is, is Salesforce certifications, obviously, but also what have you actually done with that knowledge? Um, and does it does it you know? Of course, it, it's 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 great if you've you've got a job and you've worked on Salesforce there. But if you've hmm. shown people that in your spare time you're building stuff that someone is going to see that and, and yeah. give you an opportunity, I think, definitely. Um, did you say you had a third? Because that's only two, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's when you said spare time and uh, do that on your own. I think um, another aspect that you may, but I, I was a little bit hesitant with this one, is doing volunteer um, work. Um, yeah. Just um, There are volunteer opportunities out there. I, I believe there's much more in the U.S. market than there is in, in U.K. from what I heard. I'm not sure. Um, but um, I've done, we've done volunteer um, um, projects in Australia, in Sydney as well. And what I noticed that when I did a volunteer, it's a great way to really practice your skills and to really help another organization get a specific process set up. Um, But you're only there for a very limited time. And when you leave, they're on their own. (laughs) They can't call you and say, oh, we've got this issue uh, or something didn't quite work out. And then you're gone. They Yes, they can try to reach out to you. And uh, if you have time, you can still help them. Um, But you're going to be... Yeah, um, you're going to be away um, and then they're on their own and then they have to sort it out on on their own. So I'd be it's it's a good way if it's maybe a small project where that can't really go wrong. Uh, but if it's a bigger project, uh, I'd be careful putting my hand out there uh, because if, if you don't have as much experience yet, you may not fully grasp uh, the, uh, the the bigger picture, what they need. Um, so uh, I remember at the time when I worked in that little volunteer project and they were super grateful, but I remember the guy following up with me afterwards and I tried to help him. Um, but yeah, some things just didn't work out exactly the way they were looking for. Um, so it would have required more time, uh, to work out the solution and some of the features were limited at the time, um, as well. So it's always a bit of a tricky thing. Yeah, but if you, yeah. I think if you raise that at the start of the one project, look, I can help as much as um, uh, I can, but just be aware when I'm gone. Um, I'm happy to help, but yeah, I'm just only here for a limited time. So, yeah, good advice as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so certainly, I think the the first two are, are, are absolute gold tips, aren't they? And the third one is that if, you know if the opportunity comes along. Yeah, um, yeah. So so. We're now, so we're now up to speed then with We Learn Salesforce um, and uh, people obviously going to add that into their trailhead learning and, and, and everything else. What's, um, what's the future hold for, for you guys? Uh, so are you, are you still only in Australia or are you coming? Because it's, it's digital, I suppose. You could be anywhere. So it, what, what's yeah, the so, yeah, the company is based in Australia. <laughs> I'm currently yeah. based in Europe. <laughs> yeah, as you said, um, yeah. In Germany. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's an online platform and it's available for everyone. So, um, yeah, everyone can jump on it. Uh, and I believe with our new pricing model, maybe it's easier for certain markets to uh, to join our trainings. Um, and we're always here to to help out. So if someone, I don't know, struggles with budget or anything, they're more than welcome to reach out to us. We had students ask uh, for discounts or we had uh, students ask uh, for a way to, I don't know, yeah, help them 
we can find a way to help everyone. So just reach out. Um, and if you're not sure if the training is for you, you can also reach out and ask questions. And so pretty much any, I don't know, anywhere it's, it's, it's online. There's no limits to, to time and space <laughs> literally. Um, yeah. So yes, we have a lot of students from the U S we have, um, students from India, Uh, we have students from Australia. So, yeah, I think it's growing. Um, so we can see people from, yeah, different countries joining. And, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's um, global. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and we'll, we'll uh, you know, a lot of our listeners are probably in the UK and in Europe, but uh, we'll, we'll um, hopefully it will help them as well. Um, hmm. And what's, um, so what's the, what is the future for We Learn South? Is it, is it just to keep, keep going, keep trying to train as many people as possible uh, all over, all over the world? Is there any, any particular, you mentioned possible live yeah. classrooms and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So definitely, as you said, there is a need for Salesforce training and there are, it's our demand as well. Um, so yeah, training as many people as possible is our goal because we believe in training. I understand myself how important training can be yeah. um, and the benefits of getting trained up. So yes, that's absolutely one aspect and uh, adding more certification trainings to the platform um, is one of the, uh, um, the goals within the next um, yeah, two years. Um, but also offering live trainings because I, I know and I, I know for myself, I really enjoy live trainings and I know there is a demand for live trainings uh, when you have a specific time and a specific uh, yeah, period that you really focus on and you can commit to. I know that helps people. So that's definitely something on the horizon as well. Uh, probably more towards next year, uh, but it's um, it's it's going to come out. And uh, yeah, so yeah, we're always looking for Uh, yeah, for um, additional ways to learn Salesforce um, and to provide learning opportunities. Um, yeah, and we're more than happy to, if anyone has more ideas, what they would like to see. We're so open to feedback. I think feedback is so important to understand yeah, yeah, what people need, how we can help them. So, yeah, let us know. <laughs> good, good. And uh, how do people reach out to you? Um, obviously, we said it's We Learn Salesforce, but is that is that the website and, and your details on, on LinkedIn and what have you? Yeah, so definitely on the website, uh, we do have um, pages on LinkedIn and Facebook. I think these are yeah, pretty much our main channels. Um, the uh, LinkedIn group, which is also we launched just search for we know Salesforce um, on LinkedIn as well as on Facebook. We do have a page and a Facebook page. You can reach out for a messenger if you want or just join our groups. And uh, we typically respond to any kind of Yeah, uh, requests or message uh, within, I don't know, 12, 12 hours. It depends on the time zone that you are in or, and we are yeah. in. <laughs> so yeah. typically we respond within minutes if we can. Uh, but uh, if it's nighttime here and to daytime elsewhere, then obviously it takes a few hours more. Um, but yeah, so yeah, these are our main channels, Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, Perfect. Cool. Yeah. Well, we shall. Um, I can't believe an hour's gone already. Yeah. So quick. Um, and uh, was there any other bits of advice or, or any other little tips, or do you feel like you've you've got everything that you wanted to say at this point? I think there was there was one uh, one thing I thought of uh, that really kind of stuck with me was this quote that I heard um, a little while back. It goes mm -hmm. like this. Luck is what happens when opportunity meets preparation. Okay. And it's so true. I, I, I realized that myself in my everyday life, not just my person, but also my business life, is 
whatever you do, the books you read, the things you do, yeah, the, the practice you do in Trailblazer, the people you meet, reach out to the Trailblazer community, ask questions, like all these things that you get engaged with, that you expose yourself to, will take you to to where you are meant to be. And if we're talking about a Salesforce job, your Salesforce dream job, if you really keep practicing your skills, build your own app, reach out to the community, become part of uh, Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups and get to know yourself as peers. Um, it will take you where you want to go. But if you yeah. don't do anything, nothing's going to happen. Sit and wait. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, not, um, it's not what you should be doing. Just really just get out there, um, practice and reach out to community. And yeah, I think that's the best way to really um, yeah, move into your Salesforce career in the, in the job market. And you mentioned about comfort zones earlier on. And it's, yeah. It, 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 we all have a comfort zone and we're all scared to step out of it. Um, but, exactly. you, you know, once you once you step out of it a little bit and you, you do that thing that's scary a few times, you realize actually it's not so scary. And yeah. Um, and looking back at your career, you know, we, we, we get a little joke about it, but you said no a couple of times. But those no's, <laughs> beca those no's became yeses. And look at where you are now, you know. So yeah. I'm not saying that people should say yes all the time, but certainly be more open. Exactly. To yeah. Especially when luck Sorry, when when opportunity meets preparation, if you're if you're willing to say yes, then um, mm, exactly in this Salesforce market, there's there's opportunities everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and don't be shy if you don't have any IT background or any specific industry knowledge. Um, Salesforce helps you get there. You you find so much on Trailhead. Um, you can really learn the aspects that are required and just really just get out there. Don't be shy. Yeah, that's uh, everyone literally, as you were saying as well, there, there is probably job roles for pretty much anyone yeah. uh, in any type of aspects, not just the kind of the, the back end, yeah, the IT side or the technical side. There's also the business side, yeah, the business analysts, the product managers, et cetera, et cetera. So there's so many opportunities. So if you, if you really, if you're really keen and you're really, uh, passionate you are going to find something <laughs> absolutely it's 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 a great message and i really appreciate your time and all all the best with we learn salesforce it sounds brilliant thank um, you so much I, 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 i'm keep i'm keen to keep my eye on how it how things go for you especially across europe and the uk and everything yeah, yeah. um hopefully this won't be the last time we speak on one of these we can see how you're getting on and uh keep in yeah. touch but uh, love to have another so chat, yeah. And just to, so just to remind everyone, we learn Salesforce. If you just stick that into LinkedIn or Facebook by the sounds of it, you're going to find Peggy. Um, and Peggy's surname is Shale. I'm saying correctly, which I'm quite impressed. Um, so S-C-H-A-E-L. Peggy, thanks so much for your time. I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, we will, as I say, keep our eye on your, uh, your progress and see how you get on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, would, um, would love to jump on another chat at some point. Brilliant. Thank Thanks, Peggy. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.